Hey to all my listeners. I'm so excited that you decided to join me back here for another incredible episode here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. This is episode 196. That's really, really close to episode 200. And I'm so excited about that. I decided that I was going to pop in some really fun, light, but really important and impactful episodes over the next couple of weeks. And just to really get into like the nitty gritty and some of the micro areas of systemizing your life, some of the routines and the habits and the decisions and the choices and the practices that I have in my life that allow me to get to this place where I'm able to succeed in home and business, because that's what we all want, right? We want to be able to show up and do our very best work in every area of our life without being pulled in all directions. And so that is what we're going to do Today, we're going to talk about my 10 daily habits that keep me from experiencing burnout as a pretty busy mom. I choose not to be as busy as maybe you are, and that is on purpose. My day is full of really incredible things, but it is not busy according to culture. I've chosen to time block and be really intentional with the things that I do. And so to others on the outside, it may seem like I have no availability and I have a lot going on, but it's really just because I've chosen to protect my peace and to preserve my time and really move myself and my family forward at a pace and in a direction that I know that I want to be going in instead of just constantly going and like running around in circles, basically. And I think that's something really that I hear from a lot of you and that you're probably striving for. And this is something that you can continue to do no matter how long you've been listening. If you've binged every episode, if you're a full on student inside of our community, or if you're brand new around here, if you've been juggling home and business for a long time or just a little bit. These 10 daily habits are things that you really can begin to put into place to help reduce the amount of burnout that you experience. I'm super excited to dive even further into what we've already opened up about here in today's episode. So grab that pen and paper and let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, here we are. I am coming off of um, the most interesting two weeks, just really unexpected. As you guys know, I hosted one of my first in-person retreats and it was super, super amazing. Uh it was a four day here in my kind of hometown, just like about eight minutes up the road, not in my actual hometown, but our cities all runs together here 
in in what we call the valley the phoenix metropolitan area and so although it wasn't my city it was very very close to my hometown and it just was it just was really really awesome to be able to get together in the same place with other women but doing something extra putting this extra new thing into my business and on my plate and having an event again and you know we I did some of the flowers just because it's nostalgic for me and I love that and we used a lot of the event decor that I I had whenever I was in my event-based business and it just was a a lot of work but a lot of fun and unfortunately we had some things some some sick bug run through our house during that weekend and it affected who was taking care of our children and so there was just some stuff that I was dealing with on the back end while all that was going on and it made it pretty stressful for me if I'm being really honest (laughs) um it made the experience much different than what I was hoping for and through that process and through some other processes um, that I've experienced while doing this business and scaling and growing and and taking the systemize your life company chelseajo.co just to the next level everywhere that I feel like I'm called to take it I just jump in and I do it and then every time I go through it it's super hard like the stretching and the growing you know there's things that are just really hard about being a mom and a wife while I'm going through that let alone just what you experience if you didn't have any other responsibilities in the in the background while you're trying to learn new things in a business. And so I, I'm actually reading uh, the book called Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. That's my March book, which if you're not part of our book club, it's totally free and super non-committal because <laughs> that's how I am with books. It's my goal to read 12 books in a year, which I've already read more this year than I ever have in a year, thanks to me establishing this super informal book club. It just takes place over inside our Facebook group. You can join anytime you want. You basically just have to post in the beginning of the month, we just post a big green post with like the the name of the month. It'll just say March and then it'll say, it says February, January, and then it'll say April on it. And then you just post what you're reading. And then at the end of the month, we post a book club review and you just, you just type in the book that you read and what you thought of it and whether or not you'd recommend it to others basically. And I do a review of the books that I'm reading here on the podcast. So at the end of the month, I'm going to be talking about Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Uh, which will be really fun. It's a great book. But one of the things that I've, I just, a small token that I took away from it is her, she says that she's a 10 out of 10 on the introversion scale. And I'm super hardcore. Like I get real weird around people, even though I love it. I love to take care of others, but putting myself super front and center and forward, which I was not like this when I was young at all. But now that I'm older, uh, I don't know what changed, but it's just definitely different. It's hard for me and flying and I get super homesick. That's always been a part of me though. She was just talking about her experiences with that and she travels and she does book tours and she's had a lot of success and she speaks on super big stages and she just talked about how she dealt with some of those things and it was really eye-opening for me to know that these habits that I have that keep me from experiencing burnout as a mom are tried and true and they really are important and these things are not just like by mistake, just like they're not by mistake for Brene Brown, this this major impactful woman that travels all around the country and even to to other countries, right, to help people experience major impact through leadership. And 
That's what I want you to know about what I'm about to tell you right now is that this is not just, oh, it might work for her, but it's not going to work for me. These are really important habits if you want to be able to maintain any kind of higher functioning life as a wife, a mom, and a business owner, or a woman who is excelling and far exceeding what her own expectations are, have have been for her or are for herself right now. So whatever it is that you want to try and accomplish, if you don't feel like you are meeting or far exceeding them, and that's a bar that you've set for yourself, not a standard that someone else has given you, but something that you've given to yourself and you don't feel like you're reaching it, I want you to look at what your daily habits are. Or if you feel like you're getting there, and then you're burning out, and then you're getting there, and then you're burning out. So you're taking two steps forward, and then you're taking one step back. If you're going through that whole thing over and over and over again, then it's time to put some of these habits in place. All right, we're just going to get straight to them. So go ahead and write number one through 10 on your piece of paper. You might want to take some notes, but honestly, these are just going to be super straightforward. So the first and foremost is your sleep. You knew I was going to say that, or you were hoping that I wouldn't say that because you know that that's a major issue. (laughs) Where are you with your sleep? What's going on in your life? Do you take away from sleep to get more work done? I've heard a little voice in the back of my head a few times over the past couple months that says, just clean your house after your kids go to bed. And I was like, no, you can't make me. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it every now and then. There's really not. But there's you know, there's nothing wrong with working on your business after your kids go to bed either. I do that from time to time. And I really I do great work. I do my best work in that hour. I also do my best work during the middle of the day when I'm not at home. When I leave and I go somewhere else, I get just as much done. It's just something about like the concentration factor of not having anything else to do. And so I have to remember that my sleep is more valuable than doing things in the late night hours, right? And it should be more valuable to you as well. So knowing where you are from seven to nine hours of sleep and making sure that you prioritize that and how you do that, right? Because some of you come into the academy and you come into the Facebook group and you talk about how hard this is and you don't know how to do it. It's about your routines in all the other areas of of your day, right? It's that morning routine and really... It's that nighttime routine. It's the block that happens after your kids go to bed, before you go to bed, that gets you to bed on time. And what are you putting in it? Are you leaving all the things that you need to get done during the day and that, which we're not going to go into, but if you need help on that, definitely we have resources. We are here to help you. Just reach out. Okay. Here's the number two is tidy cues. Now we're talking about not experiencing burnout, right? These are the habits that I have in my life. And I sat down and I was like, I got a lot of habits. Blaine is finishing up the Atomic Habits book. And so we spent some time talking about our habits together yesterday. And I just was like, what are the top, like the top 10 habits? And Tidy Q, Tidy Q's came out at number two. And I don't know that these are necessarily prioritized. But when I did like a big dump, these are the, my top ones are the ones that came out like immediately. So I know that these are the things that are really helping me. And when you look at one of the things that is exhausting you the most, 
Is it your house? Is it keeping up with the messes? Probably. And I know that my house doesn't really exhaust me. The things in my house that do exhaust me are the ones that I don't have good habits around. And that is such a like light bulb moment for you. Like rewind that, write that down. It's so important for you to know that the things that are exhausting you are the things that you have really poor habits around. Like my laundry. Like I have a great habit of getting my laundry washed and I do small loads, but getting those things put back where they go It's like my arch nemesis. I'm pretty sure my mother taught me that. (laughs) I always remember my mom having clean clothes laying over the arm of a chair. Mine just sits in a laundry basket. And Blaine was like, I think the only bad habit you have is not getting your laundry put away after you wash it. My laundry doesn't pile up dirty. That's not a thing. I just let it sit in the laundry basket. Oh my gosh, when I was in high school... Oh, and in my 20s, like the dirty pile on the floor would eventually get mixed in with the clean pile on the floor. And then I would not know which was which. I have come a long way. Let's just say that. And, you know, it doesn't go but like a few days now. But man, that's a hard one for me. (laughs) It really is. And I think it is for a lot of people. But my tidy cues in the rest of my house are what keep me from having burnout. So tidy cues are something that we teach really in depth inside of the academy, how to build them in, what, when, at what transition points between blocks and inside of your time blocks do you need them so that you don't end up with your house looking like a bomb went off at the end of the night and so that your children can start helping and everyone knows when the tidy cues are. These are just specific points in my day where I learn how and when to do a quick tidy so that all of those quick 10 minute tidies, five quick 10 minute tidies end up to an hour of tidying at the end of the day, let alone the one to two hours of cleaning that you have to do in a week. If you are behind that ball, it reminds me of what is that ride at Disneyland? Uh, Indiana Jones with that big ball that like rolls at him in the movie and chases him and then on the ride you like your jeep goes down underneath it it's like that feeling you know like you want to be behind that ball not in front of it because that is pretty alarming so tidy cues are super important the third thing is your nutrition or my nutrition and yours we've talked about this on the podcast a lot i have two incredible episodes that i did with a uh, one of my near and dear friends and a really knowledgeable expert on just holistic health and food, Marian Mitchell, and she is the host of the Road to Living Whole podcast. You can check it out specifically if you have chronic disease or if you've been diagnosed with any kind of food allergy. She has some really great information over there. So um, nutrition is just absolutely key for not burning out, even in in like the ups and downs of the day. So I, I do not caffeinate at all. I'm like 99% caffeine free every once in a while I'll have a black tea because I love it and it gives me like a a fun little like jolt for like five or ten minutes but I'm just not caffeinated ever uh, I have a tremendous amount of energy without it and it's not something that my body depends on anymore and also the food that I eat you know it's it's huge at helping me feel full 
without needing to snack all day long. I don't have the highs and the lows and the crashes and the burns. So my nutrition just helps me physically and mentally sustain what I'm trying to physically do, like what I'm doing throughout the day. And I also know that whenever I'm hungry and whenever I'm tired, I don't like I I can't produce. I can't do things. I can't be kind to my children. I can't be kind to Blaine. Uh, I also can't focus on my work when I'm trying to work. So your nutrition is is absolutely vital. And the habits that you have to create in order to have good nutrition are getting to the grocery store on time. You know, like those are the things that I have built into my fundamental needs, which I was going to put my fundamental needs on here, but I'm talking about like actual habits and my fundamental needs are habit at this point, right? But that's a system that we've put into place to make sure that those core needs get done. But these are like just the little things that I do throughout the day that I don't even think about anymore. Nutrition is just a, such a huge part of that. Whenever I go into the pantry to grab a snack, I'm automatically, actually, first and foremost, I go to the fridge before I go to the pantry every single time, right? And I have my house stocked with things that help me keep my nutrition on point and right along with what I'm drinking as well. Okay. So let's look at number four, my workouts, being active and making that a part of your life is huge. And this has been a really big goal of mine this year is to just be consistent with CrossFit specifically. But even if it's not CrossFit, I've always had great habits of moving my body, whether it be stretching on a regular basis, going for a run around the block, doing at-home workouts, Beachbody On Demand, you guys, um, is amazing. Like, I loved it so much. Not the food, not the nutrition, none of that. Just the workouts at home. They've got some really good workouts. Like I love CrossFit. I loved my group fitness at the gym. And just during the pandemic, I was not down with paying money for things that were subpar. And so I just decided like, let's just be home. Let's work out at the house. And I loved it. So if that's something that you're, and there's so many options out there now for things that you can do at home. But the point is, is you need to be in a habit of moving your body on a regular basis. I mean, this has just always been a part of my life and it it has to be a part of your life. And as a mom trying to prevent burnout, it's like a piece of you that you have to have, like you have to have it in order to sustain what you're trying to do. Just like, obviously, I don't know all of the details, but I know enough about what it does chemically, hormonally all of the things that happen in our bodies whenever we work out that we don't even see, we are not even aware of are huge factors in preventing burnout. Like even if that alone, like just look at the research, just look at the science, never mind what I'm telling you. It's just so important for you to know that having physical exercise, I'm not even just talking about what it's going to make you look like, or yeah, it's going to, you know, help you be healthier. We are specifically talking about burnout in motherhood and juggling home and business, right? Like that's what we're talking about. And if you want to be able to sustain those things, you have to be working out at least three times a week, if not more. And it doesn't have to be extreme. 30 minutes, like just get 30 minutes in Monday through Friday, like whatever works for you, start with something 
get it into a time block that works for you and don't ever look back because it's it's a really 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 important piece of all of these 10 habits all right here is number five music you guys one of the things that I use on a regular basis on a regular basis daily truly daily to get me through hard times is music music is a huge part of my life a good playlist will do wonders for you whether it's like my praise and worship music or if it's my good hardcore like country music if it's Blaine's 90s like hip-hop and rap music that we just like bust out every now and then if it's his Eagles playlist if it's our records that we have that we put on with the girls I mean I have like a really good coffee shop playlist that I play we have all the kinds of music and like let's not even go down like the rabbit hole of me and my like old school like old school country western music Let's get my 90-year-old grandma over here, snapping her fingers, you know. She listens to Jimmy Swaggard, for those of you that know what that is. Like, I'm talking, those are my roots. <laughs> Music is just such a part of everything that I do on a regular basis, and it helps. It helps me get through a long work block. It helps me get through a long AM block with little, little, littles at home. I've been using music forever to keep me from experiencing burnout in the smallest moments on a long, hard, boring drive. Whenever I had to go on a really long road trip, right? When I was feeling lonely, when I was feeling scared, like just being able to use music to get you through is is one of the most beautiful gifts I think that you could give yourself and you could give your children. Music is a beautiful art form. And if you're underutilizing it, explore it. What does this look like? Find genres that you love. Like we just decided to, you know, as my mother would say, bite the bullet. And we got Apple iTunes. We subscribed to it. It was the best thing that I ever did. Truly, it was like the best thing that we ever did. Having all of this music at my fingertips and like lately I've just been exploring with different things and just to have more fun, to dance around the house, to bring my mood up, to bring the kids' mood up instead of popping screen time on, try music, right? There's just so many different ways that you can use music in your home with kids of all ages. If you're by yourself, if you're with your spouse, just turn to music. Okay, here's number six time blocks. We're not going to talk about this much, but this is a habit that obviously you guys know that I have through and through and through and through. It is hands down one of the reasons why I don't burn out time blocks. I will not say anymore. Get to know them, love them, use them, ask questions about them, download the workbooks, watch the workshop, do the things. Okay. Number seven is community. One of the biggest things that you can do to not experience burnout is to get yourself linked up with community. That was one of the number one things that all the women got that came to my in-person event was uh, just being in community with other like-minded women. It's what I love about my own mastermind. It's what I love about being connected with my friends, with my family. So just these micro communities are really important. If you feel like that's lacking in your life in any way, I just keep searching come into my, I came into my Facebook group and be like, Hey, 
I'm, I'm looking for a community of other like-minded moms. Obviously, the, the academy is a community and it's a, it's a great community. We have focus groups, the women that pop on the calls that we have every single Wednesday. And then once a month on the third Thursday, we have them a little bit later in the day for people that can't make it to the earlier calls on Wednesdays. That is a strong and mighty community. Um, and so that is obviously always there for you. You can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy to check it out. You can just hop in and get started for $97. Um, if you want to hop on the payment plan and, and pay for it that way, or you can just pay it in one lump sum. Um, but any kind of community that you can get involved with that you feel like you're surrounded by other people that support you and they're doing the same things that you do is absolutely vital. Okay. Number eight is just having hope and, and, and faith in something, you know, I think really honestly, one of the reasons why I haven't given up and why I haven't burned out on growing a business when I have little kids and, and just what that is, is just my, my hope, right? I have hope in what I'm doing. Hope is so key. And if you're feeling hopeless, right? I mean, I get my hope from my faith and I get my, truly, I mean, that's where my hope comes from. You know, it's my, it's my faith in, it's my faith in God. It's my faith in what I'm created to do. It's my faith in, in what I'm doing every day. Right. And I have that. This isn't just something that I was like, oh, I need to do this thing because it feels really fun and I think it's going to be exciting and, you know, I want this and I want that. It's not that at all. Like, I I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so whenever it's hard and I feel like I can't do this anymore, I just, I look towards a hope and I look towards this bigger and brighter and greater moment and knowing when you're at the bottom of a really big mountain, you know that the you know that the summit is there and you know that you're going to make it. And you know that when you're halfway up and you like are dying, you know that you're already halfway there, right? And it's hope. It's hope that when you sit down at the top that it's going to feel so good. And it's not hope like a wish right? It's, it's hope. Like there's just a belief. There's a really big belief that there's something greater and something more important than just the mundane and just the, the tedious task crunching and the monotony of every single day. So if you're lacking in that, pop that into the Facebook group. Like I'm more than happy to talk to you about where I get my hope from, there's other people that get their hope from a lot of different things. Like talk to other people. If you're hopeless, this was, this is definitely the one that you should start with, right? Is to find your hope and what it is that you're doing. Okay. Number nine is communication. I was going to put like, I, I almost typed like my husband and my kids, but it's not that it's the communication. It's the connection. It's the link. It's the communication, right? It's this gateway between me and my kids and me and my husband that allows me to not experience burnout. And that's why I have tier four inside of the academy where we focus on communication systems with you and and your spouse and even your kids a little bit. Because this communication, if I didn't know how to communicate, which we are a work in progress over here, let's just be real. We are not far exceeding this, but we are pretty good at it. You know, we do great most of the time and sometimes we crash and burn, but that's how we learn. We try really hard. I am a communicator. I've always been a communicator. I minored in communication in college. 
Like I love it so much. It's absolutely vital. And it's so very important that you have good communication, that you're able to open up about what you're experiencing. You're able to talk about what you need help in. You're able to talk about what other people are doing well. You're able to sit down and and do hard things with your feelings is what this comes down to. And if you are lousy at this, practice it, get better at it. Talk to your husband every day. Talk to your kids every day. Say you're sorry every day. Talk about what you did great every day. Journal every day. Start communicating every single day. Be open. You can't keep all this inside. You can't do it on your own. You have to communicate if you don't want to experience burnout, the end. Just kidding. There's number 10 and it is rest. Rest is huge. And I don't mean sleep. This is different. Rest, rest yourself, lay it down, put the phone down, delete the apps, delete the apps, just get rid of them. I was so surprised there were women at our event that didn't even know that we deleted apps. And I'm like, yes, that's a thing. Delete the app. You just press and hold and you hit the X and it goes away. And then you realize how constant you want your life to be. And the apps are designed to do that. But delete your social media. And then rest during the middle of the day. I took a shower in the middle of a Saturday and I was like, what is happening? You don't always have to be doing something. Like find time in your day to rest. Rest on the weekends. Rest at least one day a week where you literally like just just do nothing. Watch some TV. Go for a walk. Go to the park. Don't do anything specific. Don't do the checklist. Don't open the laptop. Don't answer the emails. Rest. Just rest. I get so excited to come back to work on Monday because I don't work on the weekends. Most of the time. Sometimes I do, but that's because I play with my husband when he's home and we go do things on Monday and Tuesday. You know what I mean? So I have days where I literally just do nothing. And it's hard sometimes, you know. But it's one of the biggest It's one of the 10, (laughs) but it is one of the biggest reasons why I don't experience burnout because I allow myself to rest. It's so important. So I'm going to blow through this list really quick just to make sure you grab them all. Number one is sleep. Two is tidy cues. Three is nutrition. Four are my workouts. Five is music. Six is time blocks. Seven is community. Eight is your hope and faith in something greater. Nine is communication and 10 is rest. I can't wait to see which of these habits you really feel like you needs to work on. We're going to start a conversation about it over inside of the community. Um, and I would love for you to be a part of it. So hop on over inside of our Facebook group and I hope to see you over there. And I also hope to see you back here, uh, for the very next episode on the systemize your life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please, head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other 
and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.